Good morning, everyone. God bless you. Thank you for listening in to our live broadcast. Just want to remind you, if any have any prayer requests, testimonies, or questions for me, feel free to let me know at jasondemars.com or in, on any of the social media platforms you're listening on. Um, if you're listening on our recorded podcast, you can also email me at demjazz, D-E-M-J-A-S, at gmail.com and get in touch with me that way. Certainly appreciate you listening in. This is part eight of our study of the book of Ephesians. And we're now on chapter two, verse 11 we'll start with. Probably get through verse 18, Lord being willing. So once again, if you're, if you're listening live, Say hello. Uh, we appreciate you listening in and just greet us. And I'm greeting you now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 11 of chapter 2 of Ephesians. I hope you have your Bible out with you if you can. Um, Wherefore, remember that ye being in time past Gentiles in the flesh... Uh, who are called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands. So there's that differentiation between uncircumcision, which is Gentiles. Gentiles means the nations. Uh, And the circumcision, which is the uh, nation of Israel. So Israel and Gentiles, there's a separation between them. Um, If you look at the if you look at how things were handled in the book of Acts, uh, Jews were not to eat with Gentiles, and they were not to be even uh, in close association to touch them, because there was a feeling that if you even touched the Gentiles, you'd become unclean, because they ate things that were unclean and did things that were unclean to the Jewish people, according to Scripture. So in order to put a protection around them, Jews were really to keep quite a distance between themselves and Gentiles. And one of the big differences was circumcision. Uh, The Jews, Jewish people, on their eighth day after they're born, they're taken and circumcised by the rabbi. This was an outward sign that they were under the covenant made with Abraham. Verse 12, that at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God on the world. Five things that Paul says about Gentiles without the Messiah, aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope, not even hope, and without God in the world. And so this is the condition of the Gentile world at the time of Paul. Of course, Gentiles could be converted. They could 
come and enter by circumcision and become a part of the commonwealth of Israel and be under Abraham's covenant if they so chose. But the majority of Gentiles didn't do that. The message of Israel was just to be a testimony to the Gentiles, uh, not necessarily to convert them, but to be a light to the Gentiles through the law of God being followed in their nation. So, if you're an alien from the commonwealth of Israel, you're outside of the covenant of promise, you have no hope, and you have no true and living God. It's a desperate and ugly situation. That's why the whole Gentile world was sold out under sin, worshiping false gods, going towards um, sexual perversions constantly, um, just many, many things in the Gentile world that, that are described really in Romans chapter 1, 18 through 32 in the great perversions uh, of homosexuality and um, paganism. 13, but now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off are made nigh or near by the blood of Christ. It's through the blood of Christ now Gentiles have access to the covenants of promise. They have hope and they have God, but only by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace, who hath made both one, and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us. So he, he, Christ, is the peace between Jews and Gentiles. He is the one that gives the Gentiles access to these covenants and makes us part of the promises of God to Israel. The middle wall of partition between us. What is that middle wall of partition? Verse 15, having abolished in his flesh the enmity. So he abolished in his flesh the enmity. The middle wall of partition was abolished by him, which is what? The law of commandments contained in ordinances. For to make in himself twain to one new man, so making peace. One new man. This is not speaking of the new birth or the new creation in Christ Jesus that we as individuals experience. This is speaking of the body of Christ. One new man made up of Jews and Gentiles. All have access by faith to the covenant of promise through Jesus Christ. But it's not through the law of commandments contained in ordinances. Through his death, he abolished the, the covenant of Moses, the law. No longer are born-again believers under the law. We are now under grace. Now, 
Just to clarify, this doesn't mean the law has no impact. The whole world is condemned under the law of Moses, the Ten Commandments. God gave us a conscience, and that conscience is based on the Ten Commandments. And so the whole world will be judged by that and is, un, is condemned. You know, by the, through the law is the knowledge of sin, according to Scripture. It's the law that condemns us. It's the law that we are judged by. So it's not as though the law is useless, that it's garbage, it's thrown away. But we understand clearly in Christ, it's by the blood that we're saved through by grace, through faith, that not of ourselves, it's the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. So it is not by the law that we're saved, it's by grace through faith, just like Abraham. Abraham was called of God, and it was by God's grace that he was called, and God gave him the gift of faith, trust in the promises of God. He, Christ made peace, made one new man, made the body of Christ, made up of Jews and Gentiles. Verse 16, that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity there by both Jews and Gentiles were under sin and guilty of breaking the law of commandments contained in ordinances. Therefore they were guilty and under the just penalty and wrath of Almighty God, being deserving of hell fire. Jews and Gentiles. Jews are not accepted from that. Romans chapter 1, 2, and 3 clearly prove that and demonstrate that. Gentiles and Jews were under the just condemnation and wrath of Almighty God. But Christ, by His blood, reconciles us to God, having slain the enmity thereby. He's slain the enmity between Jews and Gentiles, the middle wall of partition, but He's also slain the enmity, enmity between God and His elect that were in Christ came and preached peace to you who were far uh, afar off Gentiles and to them that were nigh Jews for through him we both have access by one spirit unto the Father we have access to God through the baptism of the Holy Ghost through the new covenant the baptism of the Holy Ghost and the new birth are the same act described in different ways. Being born of the Spirit, being baptized of the Spirit brings the same thing, which is a new creation. We become a new creation in Christ Jesus. And through that experience, we have access to the Father. We all have access to Almighty God. And I'm so thankful for that. I'm so grateful for God's grace. It's by grace. Verse 8 of chapter 2. By grace are you saved through faith, that not of yourselves. It's the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast God. 
by his grace, imputes to us faith. He gives us faith. And through that, through faith, we are justified. Uh, stand as justified in the presence of God. When he sees us, we are given the righteousness of God. Second uh, Corinthians chapter 5 speaks about it. I'll read that. For he hath made him, Christ Jesus, to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. It's through faith in him that we receive the righteousness of God. Christ lived out the righteousness of God. God took our sins, imputed them to Christ, and by faith he takes the righteousness of Christ, which is the righteousness of God, and imputes it to us as believers. So now we're at peace with God. We have perfect righteousness. Not, not the righteousness of our own, but the righteousness of God. He became sin, that we, through faith, might become the righteousness of God. May the Lord bless you. If you have any questions, prayer requests, or testimonies, please let me know. You can do so at jasondemarscott.com. We also have resources there. Everything is free. Shipping is free by God's grace as the Lord provides for us. We'll make those available to you. And lot, quite a number of materials. You just go to jasondemars.com and click on resources. And you can find them there and place your order. May God bless you.